The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was the 12th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 to 4. Moses was inspired to write, After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, O sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no children, so a servant in, a, in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him, This man will not be your heir, but a son coming from your own body will be your heir. My dear friends in Christ, the Lord had said to Abraham, I am your shield, your very great reward. And now, when we think about that statement, we'd say it really did make sense that the Lord would be Abraham's shield. And the reason I say that that makes sense is think about what it was that God was asking Abraham to do. Abraham was being asked to leave his homeland and go to a land that God was going to show him in the first place. He didn't know where it was at first, but he was asked to go to this foreign, this strange land, and Abraham may have wondered as he was heading in that direction, and even when he was in the land, he maybe was wondering what he had gotten himself into, and he may have wondered what he was getting himself into, but he did trust in the Lord to protect him. He trusted in the Lord to be his shield. He did trust in that. But now, okay, like I said, it makes sense that God would be Abraham's shield. But why would Abraham, or why would the Lord reward Abraham? Abraham in the scriptures, we hear about him as a man of having great faith, but but even though he was a man of great faith, he still was a sinner. And as a sinner, he still deserved the wages of sin, which is death. He still deserved God's wrath and punishment. And, oh, maybe we can think about, well, Abraham, a great believer, but his righteous acts were like filthy rags, as the scripture says. And maybe we can just think about how on one occasion Abraham ended up feeling threatened by the Egyptian Pharaoh, and because of that, he allowed his wife Sarah to be taken into the Pharaoh's harem. But under those circumstances, what happened is that the Lord did protect Abraham and Sarah. He was their shield. Our gracious God, well, because of their sin, he, he could have said, you deserve the wages of sin, but our gracious God loved Abraham and Sarah and rewarded them anyway, despite the fact that they were sinners. God himself was Abraham's reward, it says here. God was with Abraham. 
helping him through all of the trials of this life. And like Abraham, we'd have to say, well, all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We, like Abraham, are people who deserve the wages of sin, which is death. That's what we deserve. We don't deserve to have God with us, but yet, what a loving God we have. Graciously, well, he's, he's our shield. He protects us, but he also is our reward. Even though we sin and rebel against him, we still have his promise. He says, the Lord your God will never leave you nor forsake you. Well, as I said, Abraham, he was concerned at this point in time because he and Sarah remained childless after a few years passing by. They remained childless despite God's promise to them. God had said, all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And see, now Abraham knew what that meant. He, meant, he knew that that meant that through him, through a descendant of his, the seed of the woman would come who was going to crush the serpent's head. He knew of this as being the promise of the Savior. But Abraham, well, he was concerned because he didn't have the son that he was looking for to fulfill that promise. So Abraham's concern here, he says, I trust you, you're going to take care of your promise. But Abraham didn't know how exactly God was going to do that, if he was going to work through his chief servant. But God said to him, this man, Eliezer, the chief servant who could have been Abram's heir, this man will not be your heir, but a son coming from your own body will be your heir. Well, Abraham, he still had to wait a while after this until he'd finally get the promised child. He would be 100 and Sarah would be 90 years old when they finally had Isaac as their son. But humanly speaking, when you think about it, Isaac should never have been born. It should not have happened. And his miracle birth, well, that can get us to think of our Savior's miracle birth 2,000 years ago back in the garden in Bethlehem. Humanly speaking, Christ should not have been born of the Virgin Mary. Christ shouldn't have born, been born to, well, he always has been, always will be true God, but he shouldn't have been born and taken upon himself the a true human nature becoming true man like us, without sin, of course. But see, that shouldn't have happened, but God intervened. God stepped in. He sent his son, and his son, who always has been, always will be true God, became also true man, so that he could be our savior, so that he could be our substitute, so that he could keep God's laws, which we constantly break, so that he could die to pay the wages of sin, which is death. And, you know, as, as God and man, he was able to pay the wages of sin for the sins of the entire world. And he was also able to rise from the dead in victory, 
because he is the God-man. Really, Abraham should have faced the wages of sin, which is death, on his own. And we also should face that because of our sin. But instead, our Lord, he rewards us and he gives us Jesus. What an amazing, gracious, and loving Lord we have. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us like Abram to trust that you are our shield, that you have and will protect us so that nothing can really hurt or harm us. That your son suffered and died for us and rose from the dead is your proof that, you don't, that we don't have to be afraid. Help us always to rejoice in the fact that you don't treat us as we deserve for our sins, but you, our Lord, reward us and give us Jesus, and you give us heaven. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.